This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, February 16th, 2020. Youth Sunday Connection Game On, given by Youth of Connection Community Church. Good morning. My name is Kayla Parkowski, and I'm a freshman at the University of Delaware. My name is Allie Wiseman, and I'm in 10th grade at Apoquinimic High School. And I'm Simone Green, a senior at Apoquinimic High School. Will you please pray with me? Dear Father, thank you for waking us up this morning and bringing us here. We know it's no accident and that each and every one of us here is here for a purpose. I thank you for the opportunity for us to worship and fellowship and just draw closer to you, Lord. And as we bring the message this morning, I pray that you open the eyes and the ears and the hearts of the congregation before us, that they might hear your word and receive it and be able to utilize it in their lives, Lord. In your name we pray, amen. Amen. In January, we attended the annual youth rally in Ocean City, Maryland. This is a weekend youth conference with speakers, concerts, breakout sessions, and a lot of time with friends. The focus this year was on how scripture teaches us that through the saving power of Jesus, nothing can separate us from God's love. We focused on the scripture found in Romans 8, 38 through 39, which says, And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below, indeed nothing in all creation, will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. And so we can walk each day in the confidence of God's unimaginable love for us. We can know that no matter what challenge we face, what obstacle we encounter, or what sorrow we endure, God's love for us is still there. In the same chapter, we are even assured that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. Not everything that happens to us or around us will be good, but we can trust that God loves us and we can trust that he is working for good in our lives. It was great to spend a weekend surrounded by fellow believers being reminded of this truth. Too often we get caught up in what is going on in daily life and forget to anchor ourselves on the truth of God's unending love. One speaker in particular shared a message that spoke strongly into our lives. Her name was Erin Weideman. She shared her personal testimony through the idea of three games. She asked us to consider where we see each of these games being played in our lives and to consider whether we want to be playing God's game or our own. This morning, we would like to share these three games with you and invite you to consider how they are played in your own life. Okay, so the first game we're gonna be talking about is hide and seek. Is everyone familiar with hide and seek? Okay, cool. So when I was a kid, hide and seek was probably one of my favorite games. I loved being able to find a spot where nobody would find me, and I think I got pretty good at putting myself in tucked away corners and sitting quietly, balled up in a random closet, waiting for the game to be over. It was sort of thrilling being the only one who knew where I was. By the time I got to high school, there were very few games of hide and seek happening. At least there weren't any groups of us counting to 10 and running to find a spot to hide. However, in a lot of ways, I kept playing hide and seek for most of my first two years of high school. I was hiding myself and seeking the approval of those around me. 
My transition into high school was extra scary because I came from a really small class of kids who knew me since I was in kindergarten. Going into a new, much bigger school full of kids I didn't know was honestly terrifying. I had no idea if people were going to like me, and myself being a compulsive people pleaser, that just was not going to work for me. I decided to go back to playing hide and seek, hiding everything about me that made me unique, that might make me stand out as weird, hiding myself behind the expectations of my peers, and at the same time, seeking the approval of everyone in my new school. Sometimes it's really appealing to just hide from other people, from our problems or responsibilities, and sometimes even from God. It can be really comfortable to be in our coziest hiding spot where nobody can see us, balled up in the dark. Darkness can feel extremely safe and dangerously comfortable. But in Isaiah 60, verses 1 and 2, it says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the peoples. But the Lord rises upon you, and his glory appears over you. God is calling us to step into the light and be unapologetically his, to embrace the glory of our God-given personalities, hobbies, and quirks, to stop prioritizing what people think of us, and instead prioritize what God thinks of us. I began embracing this thinking during my junior year, after a really big shift in who and what I was spending my time and energy on. I realized that putting myself in an environment where I constantly felt the need to keep playing childish games of hide-and-seek wasn't doing myself or anyone around me any favors. I knew that I needed to step out and be myself, the way God created me. I stopped hiding and started seeking God's approval instead of the approval of my peers. This freed me to be myself and love others for who they are in ways I never understood before. The second game we play with God is tug of war, which is when we pull on the rope of God's love and try to go our own direction. We do this in many different ways, some more obvious than others. Even something as small as not doing our devotion one day can be a form of tug of war because God wants us to learn more about him and talk to him. So when we skip that time, we are tugging away from his best for us. In our lives, we tend to forget that God has a path for us, and we try to make our own decisions based on our wants or talents. But we have to realize that the gifts and skills God gives us may not always line up exactly with a certain decision he wants us to make. I had a pretty hard time realizing this just a few months ago. In my English class in school, a couple people came in and gave us packets, and they spent the next few days walking us through figuring out how much money we would make in the job we wanted and what kind of house and car we could have and pretty much the lifestyle we would live pursuing that career. Ever since I was a kid, my brothers and I have been very musically inclined, so since about fourth grade, I thought I was going to be a musician. I'm in the music pathway in school, and I've always told people that was my plan after I graduated. But it wasn't until these people came into my English class and I started thinking more about it that I realized I had never asked God what he wanted me to do. I realized that for all those years, I'd been tugging on the rope because of what I wanted and what I assumed that God wanted. But what I should have done was put down the rope and started asking God what he designed me to do. It's never easy to drop what we want or think we need just to follow God, especially when we don't know where he will lead us. As people, we want to know what's happening so that we can plan for it, but that's not always how God works. His call will come at times when we don't expect it and when it's not convenient to us, which is what makes us want to play tug of war. We don't want to give up what we think is right when we don't know where we will end up. 
However, in Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, it says, Trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him, and he will make your path straight. I knew that I needed to give up trying to create my own plan and trust that God's direction was better than my own. I obviously haven't seen how that's played out in my life yet since I'm still in high school, but I'm still praying about it, and I believe that God knows what he's doing, and he will get me where I need to be. It's not always a huge, life-changing way that we find ourselves playing tug-of-war. A year ago, I started playing a smaller game of tug-of-war with God. I was in musicals at my school every year since fourth grade, and of course I planned on doing them in high school too. Well, last year I signed up for the musical and I was ready for auditions when I found out that the show was the same weekend as the Spring Chrysalis weekend. For those who don't know, this is a very special Christian youth retreat weekend students can only attend one time. I had been waiting years for my chance. I had a choice to make. I could do something I've loved for years, or I could put down the rope and spend a weekend with God, growing closer to him and improving our relationship. I really wanted to do the musical, but I had also been looking forward to doing Chrysalis for years. I had to choose between my own wants and God's, which was difficult for me considering that both of these things seemed to be such big parts of my life. I decided to go on the Chrysalis weekend, and I'm so glad I did. I was able to gain new perspectives, meet more people my age struggling with the same stuff that I am, and most importantly, talk to God and spend more time with him, which I really needed at that point in my life. Job 36.11 says, If they obey and serve him, they will spend the rest of their days in prosperity and their years in contentment. Obedience plays a vital role in our relationship with God. Serving him rather than ourselves brings us closer to him and other believers and further from our own selfish nature. It is difficult, but once we put down our rope and agree to walk with God, we can see that he knows what he's doing and he will lead us in the right direction. Agreeing to give in to what God wants for us is a step towards the end of selfish games and a start of a stronger relationship with him. Once we stop resisting God, we stop playing tug of war and begin to build a relationship of trust, we are given the opportunity to make use of the purpose he has for our lives. When we take the time to listen and speak with God, we can focus on the game we are truly called to play, the game of tag. Almost every recess in kindergarten, you would find me playing tag. The thrill of being pursued and having the opportunity to be tagged was always the most exciting part of my day. I would often stay close to whoever was it, hoping for the chance to take over their job. And on the few occasions that I had the privilege of being it, I would eagerly chase down my classmates, tagging as many people as I could. This is how God works in our lives. We often think that in relation to our faith, we chose God. But he tells us clearly that he chose us to spread his love and share his word. God is it, and we should be excitedly waiting for when he tags us. And when we receive this call, we need to respond with just as much zeal. I first realized the spiritual game of tag during my freshman year of high school. While I had been going to church my whole life and had become very involved there, I had never carried it over into the school setting. Although I went to youth group with one of my closest friends every Sunday, as soon as Monday came, we switched out of church mode. I never hid the fact that I was a Christian. My Philippians 4.13 in my Instagram bio made sure of that. But I hadn't had conversations with any of my friends who didn't already share my faith. 
I didn't think it was my turn to pursue others because I was so focused on being tagged myself. John 15 verse 16 says, you did not choose me, but I chose you, and I appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. Then the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. I didn't understand that God had already chosen me to share my experience with the world, but as he presented me with the opportunities to reach out to others, I realized it was my time to be it. Towards the end of my sophomore year, my friends and I were devastated by the death of a close friend. At first, I didn't know how to help them deal with the situation. For myself, I sought comfort in the various church-based activities I was a part of. I went on mission trips and created relationships with kids from all across the country. I joined my school's Fellowship of Christian Athletes and eventually became a leader. And I joined the youth group here at Connection and became involved with the worship team. Each of these helped me in my pursuit of God, but it had no effect on the people I was actually called to serve, the people that were hurting in my life. Then one day, my friends and I decided to visit our friend's grave. Despite it being over two years since the incident, the pain and grief was still evident among my peers. In the silence, I saw the opportunity to pray. This scared me because I had never exposed that side of me to them before. But God tells us not to be afraid of what we are called to do because he's walking alongside us. I remembered my eagerness as a child to tag others, sharing my happiness regardless of the situation, and I took a leap of faith. I asked all of my friends to hold hands, and I prayed out loud for each one of them. Then, when the prayer was over, I told them that while I knew I did, I, that they didn't believe in God, I would continue to pray for them. At the time, I didn't know how much effect my little prayer would have. But the week following our visit, one of the girls who was there called me, telling me how much the prayer meant to her. Now, she hadn't been to church since elementary school, and she didn't believe in God. But she told me then that she had decided to go to church with her mom for the first time. In Isaiah 41, verse 10, he says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. At first, it may seem scary or even impossible to imagine reaching out to someone new and talking about your faith. But by overcoming my own fear and trusting in God, I was able to have a profound effect on someone else's life. Once God prepares you and says, tag, you're it, we can have the confidence in our ability to share God's love with others. There are days when we will be tempted to play hide and seek to hide the embarrassing or uncomfortable parts of our story and seek the approval of those around us. But we can be confident that when we are walking in God's love, we are exactly who God created us to be, and that's enough. Other days, we might get caught up in a game of tug of war, pulling on the rope of God's love, trying to go our own direction. We may think that our plans, intentions, or ideas will be more effective than God's. Some people might even venture to say, you know, I'll jump on God's path someday, but right now I have a few things of my own I'd like to accomplish. What we're really saying when we play these games is that we don't trust God. We don't trust God's love for us enough to let go of needing the approval of others. We don't trust God's plan enough for us to line our lives up to his word and believe that this is the best path. When we see ourselves begin to play these games, we can pray for God to increase our trust to reinforce his love, to remind us of how much bigger he is than we are, that he knows a purpose and a plan that goes beyond anything we could ask or imagine. And when we start to really grasp that, 
when we stand on the firm foundation of God's unending love, merciful forgiveness, perfect plans, then we begin to want something more. We don't just want this for ourselves. We begin to look around us and see that there are hurting, lost, and confused people in our lives every day. People who are overstressed and undercared for. People who are longing for this love and acceptance, and they don't know where to find it. And in that realization, we are ready to join the real game, the game of tag. We are ready to put down our need for worldly acceptance in our own directions and jump into God's game. It is game on for sharing the love of Jesus in practical ways, for making sure that people know God not as just a list of do's and don'ts, but as a loving creator who sent his own son to bring grace and mercy into this world. To bring that grace and mercy to those around us is how we speak to others, how we prioritize our time, how we live with generosity, how we keep our eyes open for the opportunities to reach out a hand and tag others with the love of God. What games are you playing today? Do you see yourself in hide and seek? Too caught up in how others see you? Or maybe you're playing tug of war, trying to go your own direction. Not sure you believe that walking with God will really result in your best life. Or are you ready? Are you standing with your hand raised, waiting for opportunities to tag others into the kingdom of God? Preparing each day through prayer and worship to share that unending love with those around you. We hope it's game on in your life today. Game on to dropping your defenses and doubts and joining God in all he wants us to do in and through your lives. Will you pray with me? Heavenly Father, I just thank you for the opportunity to share your word with this amazing congregation of people. I pray that no matter where people are in their lives right now, whether they're playing tug of war, hide and seek, or some other game that we didn't even talk about today. I just pray that they realize that you meet them where they're at, no matter what that looks like in their lives. Um, Lord, I just pray that your love is felt in this room right now, and I just pray that we have a good rest of our Sunday, and thank you for this weekend. Amen. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus and the life he offers.